You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Donna McKechnie, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to the premiere episode of The Ladies Who Lunch. My guests today are Priscilla Lopez, Bayork Lee, and Kelly Bishop, all of my great friends from A Chorus Line. Oh, look at us. Welcome to The Ladies Who Lunch. This is so exciting. I'm actually quaking a little because we're, I love reunions so much. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I just remember the four of us went out for lunch at uh, Joe Allen's. Uh, 20 years ago. 20 years ago. We, we, we were doing remember. something, and we all had lunch together. It's and wonderful. I, and I thought... We need to do this again. And Come when she are. called me, so it took twenty well, years. This, this, to do this, this hardly is body. able to. You know, in our in our business, yeah. I mean, we're always pulled away, and and years separate us, states separate us. But I love reunions. And thinking about a chorus line this morning, knowing I'm going to be here with you all, I thought, you know, I never, when we were doing it, eight shows a week, I had like blinders on. It was so hard to do that show that I never got in. I tried not to get into that chorus line fever, you know, everybody loving the show so much. I loved that they loved it. But, you know, it was difficult. Yeah. And now when we are able to have, what is this, 45 years? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we come together. Whether, I was only two. <laughs> whether, whether it's, yeah, because you started when you were six months right. and King and I, you know. <laughs> whether it's two or three or when we did the Central Park reunion, or Michael's oh, great party over here. Yeah. I always come away with such a great feeling, and uh, you know what I'm saying. It's about the show, the humanity, and thanks to Bayork Lee, who has mm-hmm. taken it around the world for about four or five times mm-hmm. and is still doing it. So anyway, I just, well, I want to... Those feelings are feelings of such a bonding that happened yes. with all of us. That's what it is. And we so, all got along so well. When you really look at that company, and it still happens to this day, we get together for whatever reason, and it's just like it was yesterday a, that we had the matinee yesterday, and we're still talking about stuff. Know, and and, it, and it's nobody's angry it's, with anyone. It's, it's something like, so powerful that you go through yeah. that I don't even know how to verbalize it sometimes. It's just a feeling. It's a really familial, the brothers and sisters. And when you know, when you open shows and... and uh, and you and people, other people are directing a chorus line. You, you're so generous to go and visit, and I'm able to. You know, if they ask me to come mm-hmm. down, I always say to the cast, "Welcome to the family," because that's yeah. what it is. So, oh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> <laughs> we just started. We're not even eating the crab cakes yet. I'm getting emotional. But I'd like to pretend that the water is champagne. Oh. And I would like to uh, toast Michael Bennett for all of the wonderful gifts he has given us and the world that keeps going on and on. So here's to Michael. Here's to Michael. Cheers. 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 Lots of love. Ah, Michael. Yes. Hear that, Michael? I didn't hear it. Yeah. I think you heard it. It's good champagne. He's here somewhere. Very Um, light. So let's, let's open this up. You know, if, if you were three different women, I might start this whole thing. We by are saying, three different women. No, well, you are, but not in my heart. You are. Oh, there, okay. But if you were three different women that I didn't really know, I would say, um, well, tell me where you're from and, you know, why'd you start and everything. But Go see everybody knows that you were born on a Hollywood on bed in the Bronx and you were from Colorado Springs, Colorado, and you were Lower East Side, Lower Chinatown. East Side Chinatown. So. We won't go there, but (laughs) the next question might be, I'm too formal, aren't I? I'm so excited. No, 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 no. Uh, But but this is something that interests me, um, because we covered all this material when we were, like, doing workshop, you know, the the, the history. First of all, talk about all the history in this room, you know? 
You were saying that you would come here after rehearsals. Yes, but you know, at five, I used to come here. I had an account here, and I would come in between shows, and um, the doorman, um, I can't remember his name now. George. Hmm? George? No, no. Before that. She was only five. Uh, Also, that's seven. Yeah. Anyway, he would, my mother would... uh, um, let me go in by myself. She would stay at the door uh, because I would have lunch with Dorothy Sarnoff because I was on a white contract because I was Princess Ying. And so I could have lunch with... And what was the show by Eric that you were in <laughs> that you were working when you were five? Okay, go for it. Tell, tell the people. <laughs> what that's the first musical I ever saw in my whole Great. life, and yeah. that's the show that bit me, that made me want to do this. That was my next up. question. Yeah, The King yeah. and I. So, King and, I. and then you were on uh, so, so unemployment sorry, when you were eight, right? Uh, yes, unemployment So you were eight. here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and for the rest yes, of your life. Yes, because I outgrew my costume, you know, and so they fired us, so... <laughs> Yes. Oh, you mean you outgrew your she costume? Yes. Costume. And guess yeah. what's more important, an actor or a costume? <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. So Sardis oh is a big God. part of my life. And, and when I was, uh, after we opened and I was the dance captain, I'd have to be at the theater at 10 o'clock, so I'd have lunch here. And then I'd go back and work, and then I'd have dinner and then do the show. So I spent my whole life yeah. in Sardis. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was horn and harder. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while. I was such a poor dancer, so to get to Sardis was like... All right, I'm on Broadway now. <laughs> I can afford Sardis. Yes, <laughs> and they yeah. still have a half price. Uh, I was just yes, going to ask, yes, do they yes, still yes, have the actors' yes, menu? menu. Yeah. <laughs> so along with that, I'm, I'm, I'm still thinking about the, the nights, all the celebrations in this restaurant. Mm. And, you know, something I just, because uh, I knew I was going to see you, and it was just crossed my mind. I don't think of it often. But I remember, and I, I don't know, it was after we moved to the Schubert. Mm-hmm. I remember we were downstairs, and Michael Bennett said to me, uh, and it was just still in the the rush of of the excitement of it all, celebrations all over the place, and he said, don't try to compete with this show. It's up here. It, It has a life of its own. And I had no idea what he was talking about. I went, what do you mean don't compete with the show? I mean, I'm, you know, not competing with the show. But... When I think of that now with distance, you know, he was already starting to feel, because he wasn't doing the show, he was already feeling, what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, how do I, how do, how do I top this? Yeah. And, um, and, it's, it's, I, and it's funny, it's, it took me about, you know, 20 years to figure that out. But, uh, <laughs> but the show, and, and you, uh, Bayork, I mean, here we are, four ladies in show business. We have Tony Awards. It's been hard, you know. You have a Tony Award that's about six feet tall, <laughs> right? Where do you put that? Right by my side. <laughs> that was so nice that that happened. Though. Yeah. I, I took a picture of you on television in my house, oh. giving your beautiful interview. You know, um, uh, it was really a big surprise because, you know, uh, 12 Broadway shows and been in the theater. But this was for my work with National Asian Artists Project, the right. company that I formed for Asian artists mm-hmm. and for the kids that I teach down in Chinatown. So, I mean, this was just like, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah. Expensive. It's a lifetime achievement. A life- but it, just, it's like, it really is an achievement. Yeah. Too. But it's more that you're, you'll be doing this for yeah. a long time. You know about that project. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. I went down and I saw one yeah. of your first performances. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 When fantastic. I first started, all yeah. of you, you know, yeah. just so helped me. we know that you got the break. Now, the, the thing that interests me always, and, and I think that's why people love, identify with the chorus line so much, is like, where did that uh, spark come from? I mean, I'm going to throw it around the table. You know, when you, Hal Prince, who we lost recently mm-hmm. and who I just loved, it was such a hero, um, he said once that every young person needs at least one person to encourage them to help them because it's it's facing rejection every day and it, it's too hard so you you need someone but where for each of you what where did you make that decision when and what was it a epiphany or was it 
some person who saw your ability and encouraged to you? Be or a dancer, which is yeah, what we a all teacher. Were, it was or, a teacher, except Mr. Carr, of course. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't a dance teacher. <laughs> it, who, but who, who, who gave you the, the My mother gave incentive, it to me, but yeah. that's all in the chorus line, isn't it? Yeah. She wanted to be yeah. a ballerina, and she yes. couldn't do it, and so she made me the ballerina, and then she, she used reverse psychology on me to make me to make it bite me. But I'll tell you who gave me uh, the greatest chance, I'd say. I've, I had a, I've had a few mentors. I don't know if you all remember Bob Herget. Yes, he, I do. He used yes. to insist when I was in the chorus. The he would do industrials. Right? Yeah, wasn't, God bless him, he was really a champion to me. It wasn't an inspired choreographer, but he was an inspired caster. He could cast shows. Mm-hmm. And he kept giving me principal roles in industrials while I was still in the chorus. And, I'm, and it was like, no, you are going to do this principal role. So he was like kind of pushing me anyway. But the real thing that opened the door was chorus line. And again, I mean, now I have to ask, thank Michael because, because of being featured, you know, as we yeah. were. And so I, I remember at that moment, I'm going, and this is before I hadn't even thought about a Tony nomination. It did but when we, when we met in yeah. Promises, yeah. you had already done several... I'd only, no, it was only my second Broadway oh, show. I, I had done in... years of work. I'd done okay. a lot of dancing work, but it was my only second one. Ah, I see. Okay. But Broadway. in Promises, you were... You I were... got little speaking parts. Yes. I always got the little speaking but parts. But you had an, a vision of uh, doing, I really doing more? I wanted to be an actor. I mean, loved dancing, and I knew I was a good dancer. I knew it could, but I also knew that it was a very short life. And right. I knew in order to continue in the business that acting was the way to go, even with the understanding that older actresses don't get that much work. They, the roles aren't there. It's right. better now because of the baby boom growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I knew that, but I thought still, at some point, someplace, somebody's going to need a grandma. Somebody's going to need a this. And so at least I'll have some life beyond dancing. But it was, and I remember that with, with the chorus line when I started seeing how yes. excited oh people God. were. I went... The door, I just see the door cracking open. That was my acting door yeah. I wanted to go through. So I could say, okay, I'm not and a And boy, anymore. you sure did. I, I Googled you. I, but I, I had no you. idea. Yeah. All the, the, the film and the television. Yeah. I mean, I knew you've, you did tons, and I've seen a lot of it, but, which I, is great. I mean, yeah. when you, I saw Six uh, Degrees of Separation. Yeah. Well, well that, that was better. I mean, when I actually had the big role at the oh, my, Lincoln Center, I mean, it was great. Uh, the movie but it's I like had, a dream came true, but you kept, kept uh, well, that you know What alive. I had to do, actually, after Chorus Line, because Chorus Line was so huge, and uh, it, we were also identified as dancers. Right. Even though, from my perspective, because I wanted to act, I thought this is a perfect swan song for me because now it's about my dancing life, but what I'm actually doing in this show is acting. Yeah. You know, um, and so what I had to do after that, because Chorus Line was such a phenomenon, is I turned down any kind of musical job, anything that had music that's in really it. That's really hard. Because they say, I'm wow. an actor, that's I'm really, an actor. Well, that's I'll tell you, really... if I could sing, I might have yeah. been a little more amenable to it, but I, I'm not a singer, I'm... I'm frightened of singing. I've had to do it a few times, but the, but o- the only way the to, I wanted to convince people that I was no longer a dancer. Yeah, you know? and and it finally out in L.A. It wasn't a problem because they were going what chorus line? What's a Tony? You know, uh, so um, <laughs> that was. But back here it was different, and it worked. I was very God, I've been lucky. You know, really lucky. No, you've worked hard, and I've worked and you're hard. good. You're very talented. And really, really, so really good. <laughs> so what are the differences between what, what are stories that projected out of a chorus line and what really, because I know you both went to performing arts high school. What, oh, is that what God, you meant? I my phone. I have your high school uh, yearbook picture on my phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. And then there's another one when you're doing, you know, a big stretch. You've got, what, what costume was that? It was like a, a Tarantella or a tar- something. Yes. Were you in the, were, did you know each other? No, no. Because no, she was a couple of years before me. All right. But, and plus in the dance department, I went for the act. Yeah, I wanted part. to go as a dancer for performing arts, but that's, a, that's another song that's yet to be written. <laughs> so you went. Because I had trauma before. So you wanted to go in. So yes. what about before high school? What before, were you about? Well, before high school, I mean. Flamenco I, dancing. <laughs> but before that, it was the television. Yeah. And I would watch television, and I would so desperately just want to crawl inside the television. Were you a musical kid? Um, or you just loved the dancing when you saw it? 
Well, just I love the movies, but even just the you know the regular TV, the regular TV shows. Yeah. You know, I wanted to be part of the family. A father knows best, and I, I wanted to be in those families. I just wanted to be in those worlds, and I just wanted to crawl in. But um, I think what it, what happened was I know what happened. My mother in Puerto Rico, she um, always loved the movies. I mean, my sister was supposed to be Priscilla, but. She had a neighbor named Priscilla. She didn't name her. She had just seen Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm, so she okay. named my sister Rebecca. And she got Priscilla from Priscilla Lane, the oh, I guess yes. the old actress. Yeah. So she, you know, was into that world. And so she was, like your mother, putting on me something that she wanted. And I was very happy to take it. Yeah, you know, yeah. she tried with my sister, didn't want to try. Well, she to... inspired you then to keep going. Yes. Yeah. Or just to start. And yeah. I remember... Um, when I did finally get into the high school, you know, when I was in the high school for foreign arts and it was so horrible and I just wanted to uh, leave. And she said, no, you work too hard. You're not leaving that school. So I went, you know, with my Bible to school. <laughs> but anyway, yes, my mother inspired me. And uh, but it's, you know, the first line, of course, I, I mean, I was dying to be a serious actress. So that was always kind of my thing. I wanted to be an actress because that's what, and uh, so then, I was but, giving but them. So then you got into dance class and well, then Well, my mother going. gave me all those dance classes, yeah. you know, and, and it was acting in a way. You're acting when you're dancing, you, you know. And Michael Bennett said that. I remember him saying it, and I don't know. It was sometime around, I think, while we were doing Chorus Line, because I worked for him a couple of times. And he was, he said, dancers are the best actors. But it's true. If you're given like a, a like um, a combination across the floor and everything, you kind of create the world of this dancer. You're doing the steps and yeah. the way they were given. But there's a thing. It's like, oh, and I'm floating up here, or something's chasing me, or you. Well, you know, there, before a, language, there was gesture. I mean, yes, that's yes. How primitive yeah. people. Yeah. Had to go. So, nah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it still works with dogs. It's like. <laughs> Just, uh, oh my goodness, look at food. this. Food, glorious food. Hot yeah. sausages. Yeah. So, wow. Oh, that looks gorgeous. Oliver. Oh, Oliver. Thank you so much. It's very yummy. Yeah. Wow. And what are you having? I'm having uh, uh, mushrooms with mozzarella. And tomatoes. It's sort of a sandwich. I'll, I'll mm-hmm. take the bread away. And I just want the fries. Oh my fries! Ooh, fries. Might have to have I'm one that falls like off your I'm plate. Old. Yes, <laughs> we may have to just fall into your fries. <laughs> you oh, some fries. So you know, it's when I think of of, uh, of 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 dancing. Did you have a, any teachers that that saw you? In other words, really saw you or. In, so, uh, like once for, we got when here? When you were a ballet dancer. I mean, mm. you started You mean, but ballet. who saw you as a professional dancer yeah, afterwards? Yeah, who, who really saw your... Or saw the talent yeah, before? Yeah, or what? yeah. Well, I, I knew I had that. The Romanoffs, um, my ballet teachers, um, yeah, they, they knew the talent. And he was he was Dmitry Romanoff. He was the regisseur of American yes, Ballet sir. Theater. And sir. he was in Colorado Springs. No, actually, in Denver, a, a ABT had decided, and it was weird, you know, serendipity, I had a pediatrician, a pediatrician as a little kid, he had dancing daughters. He had three daughters, and two of them were really good, and they were taking at the best ballet school in Denver. And they both, one of them ended up uh, becoming a a member of the the Court of Ballet and, and Ballet Theater some years later. But somehow Dr. Fisher convinced... Um, Lucia Chase and the board of directors or something to open a ballet theater school in Denver. That's amazing. And wow. that's where the, bon Romanoff, yeah, by the, the way, Romanoffs so. come along. So with that, it and, and, that, and great, not only great They training. had a school in Denver? Yes. And then when, just about the time my parents got divorced, um, they decided they weren't going to, to keep the school anymore. It was there for about eight years or so. Mm-hmm. And we had great teachers because in the summertime we would get the, the premier dancers from ballet theater would come wow. and teach master classes. Wow. I mean, we had such incredible training. And so the Romanoffs decided to move to San Jose, California. And guess what we did? We you got in the car and we went to Northern California. We weren't in San Jose. Wow. We were down the peninsula from San Francisco. But we went to, we, so sort of like the ice skaters and the gymnasts and everything. <laughs> right. we, it was partly because my mother said. I, so you would go there for a while? What? What? In, in California? Yeah. We lived there. I lived there. I graduated oh, high school there. Oh, my God. Oh, you moved from Used to schlep down to San Jose. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. 
So, and that was it. Was great training. No, no question. I guess. So, yeah. Wow. And your training was well. In New I York. started in Brooklyn, Minerva Nove. Minerva. <laughs> no. oh, what a good name. Minerva Nove, and that was a studio that did tap, you know, ballet. Is that her real name? But, Minerva. Yeah, Minerva Nove Dance Studios. Oh, and it was on, on Brooklyn Heights on Geralman Street. And I would go and, um, yeah, I, the, I started with tap. That was the first mm-hmm. thing that happened, tap dancing. And then I saw that, oh, there were ballet classes. And so gradually, you know, did a little bit more. But it was a school. I got my great tap technique there. I mm. mean, she was a tapper. The other stuff was... Mm. But the school was all about recitals, you know? So it all became about costumes and the mother sewing my costumes and all of that sort of stuff. But after about three years of that, she went, "Mm, no. So she opened, this is how she found all my teachers. She opened with yellow pages. (laughs) And she found Maria Novelska in in Carnegie Hall. Right. And uh, she was from the Bolshoi, so I'd started with her. And she found Ernest Carlos um, for tap. With, and then Phil Black was in his yes, studio also, mm-hmm. so I went there. And Tina the Ramirez, well, have, first yeah. it was Lola Bravo for flamenco. Mm-hmm. And um, Tina Ramirez was her, uh, one of her students who had been touring the world with her sister Coco. And they came back, and so she sort of handed over the studio to Tina, who had told me, I'm going to form a dance company. Ballet Hispanico, right? right? She'd been telling me that for years before that. that I, I broke a heart. I said, no, I want to dance on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> and she went, huh? huh? And, you know, because I, you know. So that pr- propelled you to um, the Performing Arts High School? No, Performing Arts High School was, oh, God, there's so many. Uh, my mother. Oh, yeah, I'm going to write that book. <laughs> I was also taking singing lessons with Emilia Del Terzo. At Carnegie Hall, she lived in those apartments up top. It was mm. like, it was like going into a castle with these turrets yes. and things. It was amazing, and um, so she got me sort of hooked up with this agent for children. Her name was Dora Weissman, and um, she had all these kids or whatever. And she really, you know, wasn't that into me, whatever. But she did send me out one day for this audition for West Side Story to be an extra in the movie of West Side Story, and I was. 11, and you had to be like 12 <laughs> or 14 right. or something. So I put my hair up, and they picked me. They picked me just, you know, to be an extra. And then it turns out that my brother would come with me because they were filming up on 103rd and 3rd Avenue. So he would come with me from Brooklyn to, you know, keep an eye on me. He winds up in the movie. I've got that on my phone, too. Oh, my too. God. He gets That's a close-up, and I'm in the back. Where were you? you <laughs> I was, were... like, in the back going, you see that spot over there? That's me. <laughs> but that's where I met all the dancers. Yes. From, oh, my God. David Winters. And, David Winters and um, uh, Tony uh, Mordenti. Tony Mordenti. I mean, they, they were all there. It was like, oh, my God. And I hear about this school, the High School of Performing Arts. And I'll go, wow. And then I'm told that if I go and I study with, you know, the head of the drama department, Gertrude Schur, I'll be a shoe. Oh, I just remember get her. Gertrude Schur. You studied with her. How do you remember? What? How do you remember? Because you didn't go there, did you? I, no, no. no. You but I knew all of those because I was on my own by then trying to make a living here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I uh, terrified. But David Winters is the is mm-hmm. the guy who he was going with my roommate or my soon-to-be roommate and he picked me up at the bus station when I ran away from home. And she, he didn't know who he was. He said, I'm picking up this teenager. And, and he came down to the Greyhound bus that was over on 8th Avenue then. Or, yeah, 9th Avenue. And, um, you know, saw me sitting there, you know, and took me to 54th. And David and, Yeah, David oh, Winters. So I knew, and I, they were all my teachers um, after the movie. Ellie fell, too. Yeah, Elliot Feld, mm-hmm. and they were all Our teaching. And, uh, oh, and uh, Jamie Rogers. Yeah, Jamie Rogers. I mean, they I mean, were all, so that's... Uh, that, they were the... When uh, I came to New York... They were the elite. They these, were these, these, I try to tell, you know, when I'm able to, to do master classes, I, I try to say the names and, and, and explain that when I came to New York, it's like when kids came to see a chorus line or, or a Hamilton now, you know. West Side Story, those dancers and actors were like uh, iconic... The, iconic already and um, they were like gods to the young dancers mm-hmm. in New York and then most of them became Claude Thompson most of them became um, choreographers. my, my uh, 
my teachers mm-hmm. yeah. at June Taylor's dance studio. And, you know, you start, June Taylor's. You start <laughs> thinking about this stuff, and it's like, you're, you know, your mind expands, yeah, and all know, the files crazy. fall out. So, but, but all those connections are... are yeah. uh, but what happened was I went down to study with her, and it was not a good thing. <laughs> she was a modern uh, teacher. Modern. Yeah. And I loved modern dance. Her I teacher. really did. Oh, I yes. loved modern. It was just so... Why wasn't it good? Uh, because she... I don't, I don't respond well to, you suck, and you better get better. <laughs> so I go, I suck, I suck, you know. <laughs> so, um, but I wanted, and it, it was just so painful, because everyone in that class would never would have been on a Broadway stage or anywhere performing. No. They were just like They want to people. be um, dance yeah. companies. Yeah. No, 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 but I'm saying the people in the class that I went to, she had a studio on 14th Street mm-hmm. or something, and I went there, and and she would, and then... She'd always be, you know, on me, on me. And then she, one day she said, listen, if you don't improve, just don't come back here anymore. And if I, you don't improve, I'm going to go home and improve tonight. By myself. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I went home and I said, but I wanted to go to the high school of performing arts. Right. So this is where Dora Weissman comes in. She had given me these monologues, you know, that my mother, because um, my mother was typing for her. That's what she did. She typed oh. scripts for her in change of these lessons, these acting lessons, which were just giving me monologues. And so I had two monologues that I knew, a date with Judy and, oh, the bad seed. I hit him with the shoes. I hit him. I hit him with the shoes. You know? So I did that. And then Do they the, call it dramatics or acting then? Drama. They call it drama. Okay. Drama. So, and the other, the other monologue was, Mother, look. Look at this dress you want me to wear to the party. Last year's dress. I'm going to be the lock-giving stock. You know, so I did these two monologues, and I got in. <laughs> and then I spent the rest of the three years hiding from Gertrude Scher. She's going to see me, and she's going to get me out of the school. Yeah. But then, you know, that got... Mr. Carp came on to the scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mr. Olven. Mr. Olven. Mr. Olven. The best thing about English teacher. I mean, I love performing arts. It gave me so much, you know. But the thing it gave me the most was I was left there saying, if I survive this, I can yeah. survive anything. Priscilla, because it was you so know traumatic. by now, right, how, well, first of all, how wonderful that song is, your, your song, and how so many young girls and boys... Relate to that? I know, I know. It, it's just adults too, because it's everybody's story. Yes, There's it's the just employer the, who doesn't the like it. It's the, how, you know, but it, for a young person to be uh, shot down, you know, like yeah, that. yeah, terrible. So, <laughs> so you made it. <laughs> and then what happens when you know the school is forty sixth? It was on forty sixth Street, yeah. just between Sixth and Seventh Avenue, and everyone's going to college or whatever. And I'm going. I'm going to go to Oshkosh to learn theater. It's, it's right there. I'm going, yeah. I'm going up the block. Do you and know, um, when I studied with, with Uta Hagen was one of my teachers. Mm, and, wow. and she, and yeah, I, I loved her so much. I was terrified of her, but she's such a wonderful person as I got to know her more uh-huh. as a, pers- a woman. Um, but she had this thing. It was very noble. She only allowed students to be in her classes for two years. You know, they're down on Bank Street, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and she'd kick them out. She'd kick you out because she would say, anything that you can learn technically about acting, you can learn in two years, and now the rest is out there, and yes. you've got to learn from experience, True. right? True. So I always thought that was fantastic. And you also teach there, too. I have done, have, yeah. yeah. I, 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 haven't, I've been tr- I want to go back and do more of that. I, I haven't. I've been too busy. Did any of us go to college? I don't think so. No. Yeah. We went to the College of Life. Well, <laughs> the College of Broadway. You know, that, I, I knew that early on yeah. that I was never yeah. going to go to well, school. I, I couldn't wait to get out of high school. I just I hated wanted... sitting behind a desk. I mean, I felt trapped from uh, kindergarten until I, my senior year. I'm going, mm-hmm. I'll stay here until I get out of here. <laughs> and then, I mean, there wasn't any money. But was it about dancing or just you hated school? No, I hated sitting at a desk and listening. I, I finally started paying it a little attention in high school and discovered that there was some really interesting stuff to learn and was stunned to realize how easy it was. I mean, I suddenly got straight A's and I'm going, seriously? All these years I thought it was stupid? This is just, I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But the thing is, um, I didn't want to go to college. I said, well, I'm going to take, a dancer's life is so short. Okay. I'm going to take four years before I start it. The best, te- same thing, best teachers are in New York. Mm-hmm. Why, why, yes. why would I But go? you know what? 
I've noticed, maybe you, because you travel a lot too, what they have, because I ran away. That's, I mean, I wrote a book about not running away, but about 16, 15. 15. Yeah. Uh, But, but what they have now, and I don't know if I would have felt quite as desperate as I did to get out because I had no support in terms of there were no um, high school performing arts Mm -hmm. in Detroit. There were no colleges with, uh, Musical there theater programs. No, there was nothing so there was either. nothing to you know to the only to attract me. Of that age. But now there is. That's the point. There is. Yeah. It, it's and the, good teachers. The fantastic. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, not not all. Uh, you're right about dancing though. That that's a well, any professional dancer. Yeah. I mean, ballet dancer. They they. It's a well, short lived. And that, you know, I was ballet. I mean, I was. I, right. That's when a you different. talk about your school with the recitals and the tap. There, this school was so strict, there was not only no tap, there was no jazz. There was the closest we got to having, like, kind of fun was character dancing. Okay. And once someone got snobs. a little bit of flamenco. Oh. And we didn't do recitals. We did, they called them demonstrations. So oh, we all, we did it the Russian style. These are the Romanovs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you'd have a, a black leotard, pink tights. It would start with the the smallest child, the smallest class, and everybody was wearing the same thing, and they would come out and they would uh, curtsy and then move off and then, or as the classes grew up, and then they would do, uh, they would do small, short little ballets, little numbers, really, with each one. Of course, by the time you got to being um, one of the top dancers, like 18, 17 years old, then occasionally they would put, like, a practice tutu over the black... Uh, th- I mean, that was... Oh, wow. That's the wild, and that's and that was the way it was. And also, the older dancers had to choreograph a number for younger dancers, so we'd have to watch So they classes. were like 15 or 16, yeah. the older dancers? Yeah, the older dancers, and then you would go to the classes, the, the, the younger classes, and you could pick. They didn't want you to do solos. I did actually one year uh, just did a, a solo. But you'd pick anywhere from two to ten children. And you would get you would find your music. You would choreograph it. You would do the whole thing. You'd rehearse them, and, and you would present. And that was part of your ballet training. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I was so ingrained with ballet that the only college uh, in the United States that I knew of was in Utah, which Utah still has a great ballet department. I understand. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. I, but I, that was the only place that had ballet, and I thought, well, yeah. I don't so, know. but we worked. I. Googled you. I thought I knew a lot about... Well, I do know a lot about you, you guys. You know a lot. But I, I forgot, or I forgot. That's good. Um, the, um, we did the Radio City Accord of Ballet. Not together, but you did that, right? Yeah, that was my first job. It was my first job in New York. So, I did No, I did West Side Story, a, a little tour. And, and then, then I you did went to Radio City? I, I, I was so young. Radio City was my first job in New York. When they had the court of ballet, mm-hmm. do you remember oh, that? Of course. And ballet, I'd when you think of it, to go, <laughs> yeah. you know, and and there in you know, and that was the hardest audition I auditioned. Me too. Same thing. Harder than my ballet theater. My audition. first big Much audition, harder. ballet audition, was with Lucia Chase, mm-hmm. ABT, and I was clueless. I had only been to one audition where I got you know uh, this this little tour that I had just finished. You know, this uh, one night stands in the what they call Negro colleges then. Before civil rights, so that I just came back out of that was mind blowing, and then I auditioned for her, and it's a week. You do you come in with a big room of dancers, and you do all these combinations. Next day you go and you had to come in, you know, like five days, and you there would be like half mm-hmm. the room would be half empty, there would be half as many rather, oh, mm-hmm. and then the next day there'd be Less. you know ten, and then five, and I was still there. Wow, that's And I great. was going, I had no idea what, what was going to happen, but I needed a job and I needed to get in the company. And the guy that I just worked with was auditioning too. So Lucia Chase came over to me and, at the, oh, at the last day, they have the, the young male dancers come in to partner. And oh, you wow. do on point, it's all on point. That was a, a really extensive audition. Yeah, th- this was hard. But Radio City was harder. It was harder. I remember having to. But anyway, I didn't get. But I have to tell you what. You didn't uh, get it. I. I. This is how. uh, How distorted my perception was then. Um, She. No, I. I got right down to the the end, and there were like maybe five couples. Mm -hmm. 
And she pulled me over and she said, look, I don't know you. You're very young and we're going to Russia this year. And I think you have to study here for a year and then I'll bring you into the company after that. Well, that was encouraging. That, no, but I didn't take it that way. I took a rejection. I, oh. I thought... Because I was so desperate to have you were a job. Young. <laughs> I was so young. I had no experience. But you know, when I think back, I go, "Oi!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I couldn't. It, uh, that's when I went to uh, went to jazz class, and I because I was one of those little um, ballet snobs. Yeah. And oh, I, used I to couldn't. Watch you. I used to peek through the oh, door and watch you dance with Carmi oh, Rogers. I, <sighs> that's right. Were you were you in that class? Well, I was trying to get in <laughs> I was trying to get in but you, but know, you know that but I but the I was so wrong in my reaction but at the same time I don't know how these things happen but I found my better nature you know because I was never built like a ballet dancer I would have it would have been too difficult but then to just out of desperation to get to get work to learn that and that's when all the West Side Story right. guys yeah. came in well, and what were you doing then? Well, um, I was, uh, after performing arts, I was offered to go to Juilliard. So you'd already been in, like, two Broadway shows, yeah, yes. right? <laughs> and, um, did you audition and so I got a phone call. Did you audition call. for Juilliard? Yes. And so um, I got a phone call in the middle of the night. I graduated, and it was Carol Haney, who I had danced with uh, in Flower Drum Song. You know, it's only 12. And she remembered four years later, and she said, uh, Claude Thompson was, was uh, in the show and um, recommended me again. He wow. said she's grown up, blah, blah, blah. And so she said, come and do the she's show. She's grown up three inches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, come and do the show. It's called Bravo Giovanni, Michelle Lee's first show. Oh, my God, yes. And I said, well, I'm going to go to Juilliard in September. She said, well, come for the summer, and uh, and then, you you know, when we come to Broadway, well, we went out of town. It was, you know, we came to Broadway, and of course, I wanted to be on Broadway, and so goodbye, Juilliard. I said, <laughs> always be there. But then I was sitting um, uh, at the booth. Is it the booth? No. Um, what's next to the, between the Schubert and the, the Broadhurst? And I'm sitting on the fire escape in the summer, and I look across the street, and they are putting a sign-up call, uh, Mr. President, Irving Berlin's show. And I said, oh, my God, wouldn't it be great to, you know. <laughs> so I, <laughs> and so uh, everybody in that show, because we closed, went, oh, you know, across the street to audition. Or, like Michelle, she went into How to Succeed. Yep. Because <laughs> that was my first Broadway show. So we're, uh, oh, God, wow. it's okay. And then, um, so I got in, and Peter Gennaro was the choreographer. And, um, and then there was a knock on the door, and, um, and they said, there's a man upstairs that, you know, saw you in the show. And I went upstairs, and he said, I'm, I'm directing a, a show, and I think you'd be very good for it. Because I played, you know, I only played kids in the shows. You know, I played uh, the uh, grocery girl for Nanette Febre. <laughs> And so, <laughs> well, oh, you know, it. I was just, what you were good at that. I wanted to and be. And you were a Miller Kitty. And I was a Miller Kitty. Well, as you were an adult growing up. Yes. Yeah. And so it happened to be Norman Jewison. Oh, wow. And uh, the show was Here's Love. Oh. And did he direct that? Yes. And he was let go and Stu Ostro took over. Oh. And Michael Bennett was in the show. Okay. But I had already met Michael Years before. No, Michael Kidd choreographed Here's Love, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. But Michael Bennett had, used to come to... Oh, I remember. Did he do that? Before he was I, a ragdoll. Before I knew him. Before Hullabaloo. God. <laughs> That's what I saw you and Michael. I was at those auditions, but I didn't for, get the job. For Hullabaloo? <laughs> oh, my God. And Leland Palmer. And, yeah. For Hullabaloo. But, um, but when I saw Here's Love, I didn't know Michael yet. And I, and I looked at... He played this, like... Ragdoll. Ragdoll. Mm -hmm. And I went, who is that? It was fantastic. Did you mm -hmm. ever see that? No. Do you know he was like, had no... There are laser discs with all the hullabaloos. Yeah. You've yes. seen them? <laughs> it's like yeah. crazy. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's like, it's hilarious to yeah. me. No, you it's know? great. But some of the choreography, that was David Winters, is, mm -hmm. is really yes, good. Yes, he took me aside. He said, you know what? I, I like your style, but... This is TV, and we work like this, and uh, 
but you know, <laughs> you're not picking up fast enough. I went, oh, okay. oh my God. That's a lot what? of people tell you how lousy you were. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, but I kept going. Yes, you did. Also, you certainly did, because can I, do you want to talk about uh, what you, you're going to be in the neighborhood? Yeah. I'm and I don't know anything, I haven't seen this, but you just finished in um, Williamstown. Um, I went there two years and ago. The, and the play is? The play is called Grand Horizons. And it's, it deals with this older couple, not me, but this older <laughs> couple who are getting divorced. I'm always the other woman in these plays. I love it. I love it. And uh, so um, it's a really good play. It's written by um, Bess Wall, who's, her new play is opening Friday. Is it Friday? Thursday. Um, she's very young, and she writes, you know, so knowledgeably about older, older couples people, and older people and the situation and all of that and relationships. And it just, it's a, it's a really wonderful play. You, you get the point of view from oh, the wife who wants wow. out. The husband is going, huh? The kids are going, what? And, yeah. and, and it's wonderful working up there, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. But I mean, you're going to be at the Helen Hayes? At the Helen Hayes, it's, it's going to come... We start rehearsals like before Thanksgiving, and then preview during the Christmas, oh, and then it Priscilla, opens like in. Congratulations! No, it's that nice and really nice. And I don't have really to talk good. like this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking. Well, anyway, so um, yeah. And you can it's eat great. at Sardi's. And I can eat at Sardi's. It's right next door. No, it was and like Kelly, just they're, they're flying you back and forth still to L.A. She gets these flights. To no, come on I out haven't and... been out for a oh, while. Oh, no, right. I, I, I haven't. I just made that up. Yeah, I'm willing to as long as they put me in first class I was just, yes <laughs> I was just recently offered a, a short 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 version of a short film I don't know what it was and the end uh, it was uh, a sentence yeah, <laughs> it was a sentence it was like a comma it was a good um, sentence though and uh, they said uh, the pay was terrible but the, the, actually right now because I'm kind of I've been off the grid a bit because because my husband was so sick and um so uh, they said, you know, it'll just be a couple of days' work and this money is in. And they said, and of course, they'll fly you out and put you up. And they said, we're, we're not sure that it'll be first class. But, and I went, whoa, stop. <laughs> I said, I spent enough of my life in the back of planes. I said, I don't do that. I don't do that. And I won't. You know, I just really, really, and I never, as, as days went on, it was only like a week and a half that, that from the time of the offer till I turned it down, that I, every day I thought, I don't want, I'm not sure, I'm, now I'm not sure, and now I'm thinking, I don't think it looks very good, and now I'm thinking, God, I'm, and, uh, gee, this is going to be really hard. By the time I got around to saying, you know, I don't want to do this job. <laughs> then I went, oh, good. You know, why did you? And you could be here. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And of course, I would have I would have come back yesterday, but um, I just couldn't. And there's that other thing, that age thing. It's like Priscilla and I were talking about it because we talk all the time. Um, it's hard. Traveling is hard. We've yeah. all, we all do a lot of traveling. Yeah. But it's, uh, it's harder than it used to be. And you lead well, a little more sleep. Well, they make it harder. I mean, look what you've got to get to the oh, well, airport no, three hours true. before. That's true. It used to be an and adventure. Then, now it's sort of like getting a, you know, on parole or something yes, it's like, to, to get on the plane. It's punishment. Yeah, it is. And so. you've got to get naked. Yeah. Ooh, I know. In your stockings. You do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they go through the thing. Wow. You know, and, oh, I know. I'm missing something. Up and they take pictures of you. I don't know. So, it's okay, just... I have two words for this table. Antonio Banderas. Yikes. Yes. <laughs> okay, yes. so this is really exciting. Can I... Yeah, you can... I don't know anything. <laughs> you don't? Oh, good. I mean, so, I... Okay, your, well, please we talk did, about this. We did a course oh, line at City Center, and Antonio Banderas came to see the show. Okay. He uh, is building a theater in his hometown in Malaga, Spain. Yeah. And, Wait, does he uh, live there or was he born there? Was he was born there. Okay. He lives in London now. And I just I got I just got back from London seeing him, working with him. And uh, he wants to play Zach in a chorus line and produce it in Spanish mm -hmm. in Malaga. And so uh, because he won Best Actor at the uh, Cannes Film Festival for mm -hmm. his new movie, Pain and Glory, mm -hmm. he has to be away from rehearsals to go to all the festivals. New York, he's going to be here right, in New right. York. And so uh, he flew me over to London. Oh, so uh, He lives in London in Surrey. And um, so I worked with him, and he's going to be good. He's not going to do the dance combination, but he does the entire show. We went does the, the one, though, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. He does all the ones. Fantastic. And the finale and everything. And he's such a good actor. Oh, he's wonderful. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. And so it's and very Richard exciting. And Richard J. Alexander 
why I'm so excited and I want to talk about it. He has extra miles he's going to give me so I can go to the opening because oh, I'm wow. such a big fan. Yes. Oh, that's great. And you've already, you've already uh, worked on it over there, haven't you? Uh, you well, you, I, well, I was in Barcelona trip. and Madrid and Malaga auditioning dancers. So I was there all the month of April. And we have a great cast. And they come from uh, Chile and from Mexico, uh, London, Berlin, Austria, and all of Spain. So it's going to be, wow. you know, different accents, but all Spanish. And that's what he wants, which mm. is great. And uh, when does it when does it open? Uh, we open October twenty fifth. <clears throat> so uh, we start in September, and uh, it's going to be exciting. Oh, it's wonderful! That's, really that's great. Really and great. my assistant Louis Villabon, yeah. you know, he's helped translate the book because I've done it in Chile, and we've done it in Mexico, but it's it's different. So yeah, yeah. Antonio and uh, and Louis have been working on these these. Spain, Spanish um, script. Bingo, bingo, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Are they going to have their list on their phone? <laughs> I hope not, but... <laughs> wow. So it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, I, I fly in his private plane from... Uh, you no, know, I'm really so jealous. It's, it's, oh, yeah. So he's been so generous. Um, and what I've a st- great thing he's doing for... For his hometown. For himself, but for mm-hmm. his hometown, for, for his other... Hometown. This, cause because this will be the first professional... Uh, pr- production, right? Yes, and and th- well, you know, there's theater in Madrid and Barcelona, but yeah. because Malaga is a, a on on the coast, um, so many people come there for vacations, and there's no good theater. So he wants to bring people from New York to come and you know direct and yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, okay. now. so after 45 years, this is the cherry on the cake. Awesome. <laughs> Pretty cherry. You've had lots of cherries on the cake. Yes, though. I've wow. had lots of cherries on the cake. We've all had lots of cherries on the yeah. cake we to be still yeah. doing what we want to do. But, you know, I just have to say, um, having the honor of directing and, and keeping this show going, and uh, I always talk about every single one of you, and, uh, you I know were, you do. I've done four four productions with you <laughs> back in the day. And back in the day. <laughs> can I t- can I interject yes, one little sure. thing? Because um, you are like there's a few people on this earth that are like I call them angels on earth. You're one of them. My other real estate agent who got my apartment <laughs> is another one because it was divine intervention. It had to be because I had no money to get this apartment. Anyway, but Bayork, when I was living in L.A., dying practically, trying to get better after arthritis, right, you know, and I was right, stricken, right. trying to be an actress and, go, you know, going up to these jobs and so disappointed so in fun. the life. I, I, I just didn't like it out there. It's a beautiful place. I love the people I met, but, you know, it's just mm-hmm. not my style. So I'm sitting there as life kind of, there's a phone rings and it's by York. And she says, I am doing a, I think a national tour. And then we're going to. Michael had just sold this uh, stock in amateur rights. And so, you know, all the uh, regional theaters were calling to do the show. Sure. Right. So, but you, were, you had talked about like a, tour, like it, a national it, tour. It, it was a national, national tour. National tour. And, yeah. and I just went, and I, I remember, I don't remember the whole conversation, but I remember saying to you, Oh, Bayork, I, I haven't danced in so long. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can do it. I mean, and I just, I, this hit me, you know, so hard. I went, I, I just can't do it. And then she said, you have three months. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was a tour. Yeah. You have three months. And I hung up the phone and I got, because I was going to the gym and doing all that stuff. Yeah. But I went to found out who's teaching dance <laughs> in my little area in yeah. the valley. And uh, I did. And I, I got, came Where'd in. Go? I was so nervous. Where'd you go in the valley? Oh God! On on uh, Moore Park, and uh, there was a oh, little okay. dance studio I there. Debbie and, Reynolds Studio. Yeah, and Debbie right Reynolds and yeah. and yeah. Joe yeah. Tremaine. I went to yeah. Joe yeah. Tremaine and but that company, Stanley Holden, the ballet. Oh uh, yes, wonderful. I went to Stanley. That so. was the company that I woke up one day and said, you know, I should get the original company, and so I started calling around, but everybody was busy and doing things except me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And I and Sammy had just opened his flower shop, and so I got Nicholas Dante. Wow! Yes. Wow. Did he go to? Uh, he went to Tokyo with us. Mm, no. No, that was a different. That was yeah. That different. Was, anyway, four four companies, and mm-hmm. um, the last one was in the round, and that was definitely the swan song for that me. Was. <laughs> <laughs> but really you know, I line. had people facing that way, and people <laughs> facing that way, and people facing that way. 
Oh, yeah. very hard to do a, a oh, show yeah. about the West, <laughs> Westbury. You know, it you was use, Westbury. You know, an audience, if you help them, they will use their imagination. Oh, yeah, there was no good. mirror. So it's like all of a sudden the mirror's here, mm -hmm. and then I turn, and then the mirror's there. <laughs> and then, you know, you right? You could be like on a line, but uh, like, like a, a slow... Thrust, like a thrust. Yeah. No, 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 no. Right. Just yes. very, you know, like when you sit in those restaurants that go around, and yes. before you know it, you've made a circle, so... Try doing Very, your double tour. So on that. I called. I called up Michael and I said, "Michael, I'm doing it in the round. What shall I do?" He said, "Pause, pause, pause." He says, "Put uh, uh, some sticks that are white on everybody's shoes." <laughs> this is his advice to me. What? Yes, yes, and that'll be the line wherever they are. That's where the line is. Uh, he must have been. Like oh, he was. Yeah. 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 But but at the end of that tour, Donna McKechnie said, I want to go to, I want to play big cities, because that was only small towns. And I want to play big cities, and I want to go to Japan. And so we Did got... Did I say that? Yes. I was that bold? Yes, you were. Wow, so good for me. the two girls got dressed up and went down to Uncle Joe's, Joe Papp. Oh, and my said, God, I forgot Uncle that. Joe, Donna wants to, you know, and he said, absolutely, so... She started playing big cities, and then we went to Japan. That's right. And wow. then Paris. Japan and, is crazy. And then they Paris. They love theater there, and they love Chorus Line. Oh. It's like, it's part yes. of their season every mm -hmm. year. They do. They oh, my do God. They, they were great. It was great in Japan. We, we were sold out before we uh, arrived. Right, Bayard? Yeah. yeah. They and even sold out all the, the 70, at that time, $72 a program, these big books. They were sold no, out. They would, I loved Japan. I went there with Pippin, and <laughs> these little girls would be waiting outside after oh, Pippin. Oh, yeah, they go, cry. Oh, yeah. you, you, Diana Morales? I go, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm the old lady now, but yeah. <laughs> Swinging but on they were just like. Oh, yes, they, they know were who you so are. crazy, and they, they, they had the chorus line posters in the subways. Yeah. You know, oh, I took nice. a picture in front oh. of the chorus line. It's they, it's That's like so no great. other place in the world. Japan, Tokyo is just it's like, wonderful. Wow, I, I just remember one night, Don is doing her dance, and all of a sudden the mirrors go up, <laughs> and then they, she's still dancing, and then the mirrors come down, they go back up Miss again, you. and then there's a Miss knock on her door, and it's, oh, Miss McKechnie, I'm so sorry, I'm the technical. She says, oh, it happens in New York all the time, <laughs> and then the liar, guy, liar, the guy fire. comes in, he says, Miss McKechnie, I'm so sorry, and she says, oh, it happens. She says, they fired me. He was gone in 24. They do oh. not mess around in Japan. Well, they didn't put their dialogue in sync with our jokes. I know, I know that. Uh. They they would have what the this was in the beginning of that yeah, technology. It's very now. You know, yeah. I'm mm -hmm. sure. But you would say something, and they would get it delayed react. So oh, if you dear. made a joke, it was like all of a sudden in the serious line, you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, what happened? Oh, it was fantastic. It was yeah. it was just so. Thank you. For, but for I talk that. about you all the time and and uh, how close we are, how close we were, and how close we are. You know, Rondon is a grandfather. Yes, yeah. I saw, did you see that? I saw. I saw yes. the email. Rondon. Yeah. yeah. And um, but you know um, the. The it Swedish, goes on and on. Like it goes, on, goes and on. on. Like, yeah. So the the um, actors and actresses in in Stockholm wrote me. It's forty years that I did the show there, oh, and they're having a reunion. I mean, every place that I've been in Australia, they're having a reunion. I mean, this show is forever. It's yeah. It really is. Yeah. You know, we didn't realize what we were doing. No, but. We, well, you know, didn't you feel, though, that it was a really artistically, it was going to be successful? I, I thought I, it was incredibly amazing. I loved it. But I even in the very think beginning it would downtown, be so I went, far I'm not sure that ever, I think a lot of people are going to love this, but I'm not sure everybody's going to like it. You thought it was like too about show business uh, too maybe much? Maybe too show busy and just too, as much as, I mean, to me, it was like, yes, now I'm really doing something. And as I said, I was so focused on acting is that I thought this is a little too different. It's a little too out there that the, the, the theater audience, the musical audience is going to go, I don't know if I like it. And it's like always happens, uh, especially off Broadway. When you're about when you become successful is pretty when the first two or three limousines are outside before the show you go okay we're cool you know let me see what <laughs> can listen, I buy because I'm we, gonna have a job we in had, fifteen years now if, if I'm correct in this there was no publicity I mean no. people would come to it see was, no, some of the well. shows 
the other shows down there, and they would be sold out. And the box office would say, why don't you go over there to the Newman Theater because there's some new show in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there was no... Um, so what, what, what impressed me is that all of a sudden people were coming and sitting on the steps. Sitting on the steps. And that's flying a, and in. And that's when you know, but you still steps. don't really know. You, it's like how... You know that that what I used to call us the hot house tomatoes. We were like so insular, yeah. Yeah. having no idea that it would connect on such a level mm-hmm. with a personal level with everybody. Yeah, the metaphor, the I guess, wasn't everyone didn't appreciate. Everyone that, yeah. could find it. I mean, everyone could find the what it really was. I kept wondering what was it because people had asked me what was it that really resonated with so many people. I mean, like. 99% of people. And I think it was actually a celebration of the individual. Yeah. It's besides all of the things about being rejected and about being on the line trying to get a job and all of those other things, the real thing was you had this sort of mass of people who were called the chorus. Right. But it was about the individual. Well, when Cassie, you know? I always loved that place in, in the musical where I would be confront him yeah. and mm-hmm. say... Uh, uh, no, uh, he, he's special. special. She's yeah. special. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. You yeah. know, she missed what he was talking about. So, but do, do you remember? Now we're we're getting ready to put the show on, and we've got to take our bows. I remember oh, when yes. we had to wear those the wigs, wigs the and wigs. disappear and become one yeah. again. You I know, I like, it out. I yeah. have no, I have no, no idea. Donna, you went to Michael. No, I, I, did, I came out without the... I said, I'm sorry, I don't have enough time to change. I just couldn't make it, couldn't make it. Yes. It's too fast. I said, I'm not taking a bow with a friggin' blonde wig on after, you know, yeah, we've all done our thing. favorite, though, I thought... Donna actually. went to, to Michael and said, look, I've just, you know, nobody even knows who I am. Mm-hmm. Right, nobody you know, knew just who I am. Just done a 12-minute number. But that was part of the thing, too, that he wanted yeah. to do. Well, remember, another version of that was he wanted us all to be in, in unison and so, to, one of the guys would take a lady from, from the, the audience right. and then she would Make be her take her arms and they would be walking in front while we were doing the finale she would be strutting with these two stuff, gentlemen yeah. up in, in front and then they talked that through and went no we might get into trouble with all, that yeah no. i was supposed to come out on a ladder with the boys pushing me Kate cole was going to be on a piano Pushing her. That was a whole. We were having our individual bows. I just, I just went into some kind of. I don't remember. So you know, Mm -hmm. there's something I wanted. This is maybe an opportunity to bring it up, but it's like I think about. I don't think about it often, but every once in a while, when I, I am doing master classes, I, I wanted to impart about how, what I learned so much from Michael, was the courage that it must have taken him to never give up on his vision because he had the courage to make god-awful mistakes. I mean, take that road and, you know, it's like, remember we used to call it the Towering Inferno in the first (laughs) workshop because everybody was sitting on the floor improvising their horrible childhoods. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Remember? When, and, and, and we knew it was might be scripted, so everybody was getting, like, you know, it got more depressing. <laughs> it just, you know. And, and I remember Joe Papp coming in and sitting there with his staff. He had not been there. Mm-hmm. And Michael needed his input. And Joe sat there, and Michael said, well, what do you think? And it was no music. And Marvin hadn't been, you right. know, employed. And, and Joe said, I think it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. And he had tears running. Really? And Michael said, get out of this theater. What good are you to me? You're, you've got to, I needed yeah, your, I needed your help. Wow. Yeah. So he just loved. So what I, I mean, when you think of this show now, and you know it better than anybody, it's so beautifully constructed. And, and all of those things that, that he, the mistakes, mm-hmm. let's call it, or the, the mm-hmm. choices that he, he fulfilled them enough to know what he really had to do. And sometimes he had to, but he had the courage to keep doing that mm-hmm. and trying it and then not working, throwing it out and finding, mm-hmm. solving that problem where when he, as soon as he did the stages of, of, of growth, mm-hmm. you know, starting young and then getting adolescence. Donna used and, to come in and say, oh, does anybody have a, a change, change for well, $5? That's called a movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah, they, yeah. they put all the mistakes. I, know, I they said, took when I saw they, the movie, I said, they took everything I, that we threw out because script. it didn't work. work. <laughs> and they put it in the I movie. I told Cypher that, by the way. I had lunch I, with I, him. I, I told him, I said, you must have had gotten our first script, script because 
that stuff went out. They hated me. I could almost hear the... the <laughs> I know, but I even remember, uh, it's unfortunate, but, but when my husband, Lee Leonard, was uh, doing, um, I don't know what show he was doing, he was, you know, for the audience, a talk show host, and he, um, he had Attenborough, who directed the movie on, and uh, as a guest, and uh, he said to him, why did you not use the original cast? And he said, oh, they're too old now. This, this is a show about young people breaking into show business. <laughs> and Lee, had no, not, Lee didn't tell him that we were married. And I'm going, oh. and that's when I mentioned to your producer, I said he might be the only person who ever saw a chorus line who didn't understand it. <laughs> and he directed the movie. I mean, how, it's not about, I think there are a few other things like fame and a few other things that are about young people. Young people breaking into show business. And that's why we were all too yeah. old, because we were like, in our, uh, some of us were in our early 30s. So that's, which is what we were supposed to be in the show. You know, it was amazing. Well, there's, there's something for everyone, and, and uh, it's, just, it's just wonderful. I'm so proud of you all, and I'm so proud of, of the show, and that, you know, that we were a part of that. I can appreciate, I mean, it's taken, I mean, I did appreciate it years ago, but, but doing it, being able to do it all over all over the place, all yeah. over the country, yeah. taking the, it to... The real thing didn't ring for me till like 25 years later. I mean, I really? knew it, yeah. but 25 years really later, it, right? I'm working with kids who grew up listening to the album and all of that. And here's a perfect example, the best gift. Mandy Gonzalez, who is now in Hamilton. She was in, uh, in the Heights. And Gorgeous I was playing actress. her mother. Yeah. And she, she's like this beautiful puppy dog. She's like, I, I call her Sunshine because she's just so positive. But she came barreling across, like, over the seats of the theater. Like, I'm so happy you're here. We're going to be working together, you know. And, and then she said, when I saw the Z at the end of your name, I knew that I could make it. Mm. You know, wow. because with the Gonzalez. Oh, so what happened was That's that so I had an entire company of these yes. young Latinos and Latinas who, you know, and I always felt so removed from that whole thing because it, it's been a very strange kind of whatever. So it was here and then here and here and it's, it's been Then you realized how much you influenced your... Yeah, your I did. I had no idea. I had no idea. I knew it from the beginning. My cousin said, me? You better be good because all of Chinatown's going to be watching you. <laughs> so I knew it from the beginning yeah. that everybody was depending on me. Well, and yeah. can I offer some tea or a cappuccino, espresso? <gasps> uh, not for me. I'm going to have a little more of the coffee. coffee? Yeah. Could I ask you a big favor? Yes. Can I get this to go? Of course. <laughs> I've been Mine talking. Is. Yeah. To go. Mine's I've been going talking right so here. much. <laughs> Mine's right here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yes. And you'll wrap this up also. I'll wrap that up as well, yeah. sure. Oh, beautiful. Wow. Well, I want to, um, we're kind of winding down. Is there anything anybody wants to I say about... I just want to say with one thing. With, uh, we all got so much from Michael Bennett, but the thing that always sticks in my brain, I don't know if he said it out loud or he said it to me, but he said it and it went into my head. He said, I'd rather you be strong and wrong than timid and right. Mm. you know, in yeah. terms of choices. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, it, that has always stuck in my head. Yeah. And, um, and the truth is, when you're doing something, life is always bigger than what you see on stage. Yes. It yeah. just is. Yeah. People's reactions and how they... So it, that little saying mm -hmm. has stuck in my brain and uh, makes and me very brave to be... he said to me, because I forgot uh, my line one night, and he said, don't let your... Uh, you control your nerves. Don't let don't your let nerves it. control you. And just take your time. Because he'd given me a note, and I took it, and I was just trying to, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just did not think through. There's one thing he had years later when I uh, worked on that workshop of Scandal, which never came about, and he had 890 Broadway. The chorus, chorus line just paid for his, his right. whole life and that, that dream uh, rehearsal space and building. And we were up in the rehearsal room... Uh, working on this um, ill-fated show, this ill-fated thing. I was there too, thing. remember? Huh? We were, yeah, you were there too. I was playing. The, the yeah, we did, I did like a couple of versions of it. But what he had was, well, he first brought me and went in because he, the only female, uh, or 
kind of grown up he had in there with Susie Kurtz, who was playing the lead. And he said, she needs a girlfriend. He said, but you just kind of come in. And, and it wasn't that he, I actually, I think I'd contacted him a little earlier and said, I know that if there was anything I could do for you, anything, any work I could do for you, any role I could play, you would have called me. But I was thinking back about how, how joyful it was to be so creative and to work on things. Yes. So if you ever need me, let me know. And a while later, he called and said, we just come in. But the one thing that resonates to this day is that uh, up above this, uh, the mirrors in, the, in that vast studio, one of those many vast studios, a big like banner, and it said, simple is good. Yeah. And that's like the best thing you can say about acting. If, if you know, yes, the yes. people people get are very impressed with certain acting styles, or they're either flamboyant or very you know sobbing all the time. Or blah, blah, blah. but it's the people. I mean, when I look at the actresses, I'm just going right. with the women that I really love. It's pure. It's simple. Yeah. It's straight. It's no gimmicks. It's no. It's no. Well, it's quirks. what they call the actors' you know? trust, too, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like less is more. Also, yeah. he felt that way about choreography. And let me tell you something. I think about that a lot when I'm now observing shows with um, some great talent out there, you know, choreographers and dancers. But it's like when invariably, and this goes back to those days as well, when a a choreographer starts, they over-choreograph. It's like I'm not enough. It's kind of what everybody goes through. Mm -hmm. And they put a step on every beat or, you know. And and with the hip hop generation, it's it's hard. It's really hard because that the the demand with the music is that kind of it is, that energy. It is. So, but yeah. I remember um, when I I don't know. He just had uh, uh, such great things to impart, and he did it through his work. Yeah. Um, it's one thing as as uh, as as we say goodbye today, but it won't be goodbye. It's. Yeah, uh, there is. It's till the next time, us. I hope. Hasta la vista. Yes, hasta la vista. I'll be speaking Spanish. I'm going to have to learn Spanish. Spanish. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so you just... Thank you eat. for having us. Oh, my gosh, yeah, it was such a pleasure. Yes. I know we could go on and on and yeah. on. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, for sure. All right. Love you guys. We'll, we'll go on. All right. Thanks for the invite. More later. More later. Thanks for the lunch, Donna. <laughs> Thank you, Sardis. Yeah. yeah. I ate all of mine. I ate all of mine, but I just might. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.